On 96.7 on your FM dial, you're listening to CKLU. The program is, well, it used to be called to Eat This, Drink That. Now you probably know it as QOL. This is Hugh Cruzel, and the program, well, typically Thursdays at 6 o'clock. However, as you know, podcasts are available 24-7, 360, well, you know the routine. Anyways, where are we today? Uh, you know, it's, this is a place I've been... Admit it. I've been hounding her. There's been a desire to actually talk. This is a magnet for all kinds of things, not just food. I think many people forget that there's food. They come here for music. Veronica Desjardins, what's your role here at the Townhouse? So I'm the general manager here at the Townhouse Tavern. My family uh, owns the Townhouse and the Lafayette Buddha. Together? Yeah. And now there's one kitchen that feeds both of them? Two kitchens. Two kitchen. Two yeah. kitchens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we are doing this interview in the beginning days of March. Yeah. Strange things can still happen. Absolutely. I mean, we don't want to go there because we don't want to go there. But there have been changes in the uh, what's going on here in Sudbury in terms of the P and the C, C word, right? Veronica, why is this place? Why is it survived? What What's made this place? so much part of like the mythology of Sudbury. Yeah, so I think that I definitely had a, had a part in it, but I'm not the only one. So, um, you know, my grandparents bought, bought the townhouse in 1987, and since then it's changed so many ways. My dad brought in live music, and that was kind of our first... It didn't have live music? Originally it didn't have live music. I thought we thought it did. No, so we, we brought in live music. Um, we were kind of the first live music venue of its of its kind in Sudbury. Um, and so I think that's like where we first, you know, where we first started as being like a destination spot or being known as live music, you know, one of the live music hubs of the north and legendary live music venue. And then Legendary there, live music. I love that. Honestly. <laughs> and then since there, it's, it's, it's definitely grown and, and live music became our thing. And so seven days a week we had live music. And then eventually it came a, a point where we needed needed that to grow and needed that to change. And so a few years back, I, I, I can't actually, I don't actually remember how many Are we talking ago. about the Buddha? What year the, it opened? No, the townhouse. So a few years ago, we, we added a kitchen. So six years ago, we added a kitchen. It didn't have one before? No. So Why had, do I have all these yeah. weird, I said mythology earlier, but there is this, I guess, what do we not know about the townhouse really? We, had, we used to have a thing called the snack bastard. Oh. That uh, did deep fried foods. Yes. Um, and at one point we had uh, Buddha food available at the townhouse. So we have like a little window that we used to pass the food, yes. food through. But um, we added the burgers. Yeah, I believe like six, eight. I, I believe it was six years ago. Um, well, you got some famous burgers. Yeah. People actually come burgers, here for right? the burgers, right? Yeah. So that's definitely changed our identity I, um, over the years. Yes. Uh, we become not only known as a live music venue, but known as having like the best burger. Place to come city. to. Yeah. yeah, most of the time when I've come here, we've sat at those tables over there. There's been a large number. In fact, this is more of a, I don't call it a party place, but a gathering place. Like we, larger groups tend to come and show up, right? I would definitely say, again, that was like such an interesting thing for us to see. So the townhouse has kind of always been for I wouldn't say like the outcast, but you know, it's like the alternative crowd. It's the people who have always been like the alternative crowd. People who like live music, people who want to play pool, people who in, enjoy going out. It's a social, safe, like safe spot. Yes. And, and then when we added burgers, 
there was always this crowd of people who didn't want to come downtown. They, the town had a reputation from way back. Yeah, what was that about? But Elgin Street wasn't wasn't necessarily like a ho- the place to be at that time. And so, you know, when my grandparents came in, um, and my dad, and my uncles, they they had to do a lot of you know transformation in the place. Right. Um, had they had they had business experience in the hospitality industry? They own a corner store in Naughton, um, like way back when, and then we right. also owned Alder Hall, uh, like owned Alder Hall. So we used to do caterings. Right. So they were doing caterings at the same time. So they know a bit of food, and you grew up in this business. Yeah, it's been from two years before I was born, so I, I grew up here on the, on the bar still behind. But I was going to say that the, that the it changed. When we added the menu, we saw people who would never have come here before coming here. We saw, you know, families and, and kids and, and, and older adults and all different, you know, all different people who would have never maybe maybe come downtown or never come to the townhouse because it was a bar, like started coming here. So there was no, no longer not, a specific demographic of, of people anymore. It's probably not what people think it is. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, do you I think? I don't know what they think yeah, it is. I, don't I, choose, I truthfully don't know what, what they think what, it is. Well, how many seats did you have before COVID? Oh, I said that word. Oh, yeah. How many people could you accommodate? I think it depends. Um, basically, for like a live music night, we we accommodate around 198 people. Good then, lord. Yeah, and so seated, that's a bit different. Um, so obviously, things are very different for us. I must have come too right early now. in the, the the evening. I never were 190 people when I'd come. Oh but, yeah. But you know, I, I'm not a late owl. I guess. Uh, yeah, those later. Shows are you telling me Stomping Tom never played here? No, he wrote the music upstairs. Upstairs? Yeah. No. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. I, I guess this was a bar. It was a bar. Back then. Yeah. yeah how, how, many years, how many years? What? There was something downstairs? At one downstairs? point, there was a restaurant downstairs. And, well, like, not, yeah, not during our time. No. In the 60s or Yeah, 50s. the building's way over, like, 100, probably 115 years old. Or hey, I'm old. just seeing, there's Skip the Dishes coming in. Yeah. Or some other, do- maybe DoorDash. Are people ordering burgers on a, is this Tuesday? Tuesday night, ordering burgers to, to have delivered? Yeah, Skip the Dishes, like honestly, takeout has been the, our saving grace during this whole whole pandemic, on, to be honest. Um, skip the Dishes and or, like online orders and takeout orders is how we're surviving. So that's what I mean by our identity switch. Right now we don't have live music, but this small little kitchen that we have that's is pumping out these popular. burgers. Has been has been our saving grace, you know. It's been our, our, our kind of our clutch moment. So. And with an older building, there comes certain pluses and minuses. Like, where is there a terrazzo floor? <laughs> I mean, do you know, we're supposed to talk about food, but I there's a I'm, lot of it here. <laughs> I, I can't. There are things here that are that do make it maybe nostalgic, maybe just easy on the eyes. Yeah, again, interior, like interior and exterior has transformed so many times over the past 30 plus years. You know, we've, we've definitely made so many transformations. I was just looking at a photo the other day of the back bar, you know, how different it used to look or how dark it used to be in here. It used to be, oh. Like so dark. And a yes. part of me misses that in, in so True. many ways. Um, but again, it had to, we've had to transform it and grow with the times. So. And there's been a, um, between... I mean, I, I, I hate to separate the Buddha from this, but there's... Well, I mean, there's two separate restaurants. They're two so. separate places, they're two, yeah. but they're both owned by you. But I... The, it's the beer focus. I mean, I know I can come here and pre-COVID, hopefully post-COVID, you'll have how many taps? How many could you have? You um, could have lots and lots. But yeah, I mean, how, could, to, how many could we have? 
we gonna have many, right? Like on average, we have twenty. Tabs? Twenty taps, yeah, and then lots of bottles and lots yeah. of other things. Yeah, so this is a place to come to for beer and burgers. Are, are there rings too? I don't even remember. No wings, no. no. No, Beer burgers, and we just added some like chicken sandwiches and, and a vegan corn dog. Yeah, we do. So we do local grass-fed beef burgers, and um, we get all our beef from forty kilometers away in Hager. Yep. Um, so it's never frozen, always fresh. Um, and then our fries are a Zelda blue uh, potatoes. Valley potatoes, yeah. Yeah. So we hand cut those, um, and then all our dips we make from scratch. Um, basically everything's on the menu from scratch or bread we get. Yeah. See, when you say we, are you in the kitchen? No, we as in my team. I'm we. in the kitchen oh. sometimes, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when I have to be, I'm in the kitchen. You're busy. I'm busy. I, I, I said at the beginning that I've hounded you. I mean, it really hasn't been, but it's been hard to to, to pin you down. You, you, you run things probably till you're ragged. I, I, I do that, yep. <laughs> Running two businesses has its has its ups and downs and challenges, and running two businesses in the pandemic where you're constantly on your toes, changing, you know, you're geeking out, changing, figuring out your next move. It, it mm. can be a, a bit You're of just a hearing another bag being prepared, ready to go out. He's got, uh, boy, I don't know how many dinners are, that must be five or six are going into that bag. That's, the, you're popular. We've become quite the takeout, takeout business. You would say. Mm. I'm not sure that that's where we like hope we would be getting into this, but we're definitely thankful we have it now. Mm. We miss the people, you know. Of course, yeah. of course. Do people send texts? Yeah. Do I, I have to tell you, some people who are regulars also miss coming to see you yeah, coming to this place. Yeah. Would you say not that we're trying to differentiate necessarily that the Buddha is a different kind of vibe, a different kind of place? Would you find the audience going from one place to another? Would you, or would you find them as distinct units? I think they ebb and flow. I think <laughs> I don't know if that's even yeah, ebb and flows. Say, but yeah, yeah um, I think that they they kind of feed off of each other. So I think that there's people that go to both places, and then there's definitely people who go one or the other. You know, the townhouse has is like meat. You know, right. it has, we have a vegan menu, vegetarian options, yes. but our, our primary focus is burgers. And Buddha has a more vegan And the Buddha vibe. has more of like, um, yeah, like craft beer, nice wine, mm. nice cocktails. You know, the Tanos is still going to be as true and true a dive bar ah. with with amazing food. Um, the Buddha they all has always do these been days. like, a, a, you know, a, a nice cafe, like a, still a drinking environment, but just very, very different. Does this not feel like some American city? You know, does it not feel like Cincinnati or Philadelphia? Do people ever come in and say, this is, this feels, or maybe they say, maybe it's like Sudbury used to be. I don't know. What do they say? Yeah, I'm not real, I mean. Because I feel like I'm in an American city right now. Yeah, I don't, I'm I mean, it's a pool tables. I don't know. Yeah. There is, there are children. I, I can see a child. Yeah. So again, that's another perception that I think many people have. All oh, the townhouses for you know, the 25 or 35 yeah, plus. Yeah, totally transformed. I mean, I, I think at one point people would have thought even younger. But we even, like, you know, we, even in the, like, recent years, with, like, with the menu, like I said, it definitely changed our, our guests and our clientele base. But um, with live music, we started doing earlier shows. On Thursdays, we started doing music at sundown. Obviously, during the pandemic, that's a bit on hold. But mm, that smells good. What is that? <laughs> Who knows? Sure. Who knows? <laughs> What are your hours these days? What kind of hours do you keep? I mean, in this time, it's weird and wacky. And okay, so that that post 
10 p.m. is, is skip the take it away. Wow. Yeah. I, you must, you know, it, it's hard, to, especially during this time, to define so many things because it's changing all the time. Would you, without the workers downtown as well, without the, the crowd that would normally, we're missing so many things, aren't we? We're missing the regulars. We're missing the, the it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Yeah, like for staffing. I'm not really sure. Um, not really sure I'm getting you, but um, today one of our old regulars was in. You know, somebody usually usually here having a beer at the bar, playing pool, and they haven't been in in six months or, or so. You know, and it was so nice to see them, but also just a reminder of all these people who who we haven't seen who are usually here four or five nights a week. But yeah, if, you, a if you're hearing a glass hit the table, that's that's me. I'm drinking a glass of English ale from 46 North. They're just located on Kelly Lake Road here in Sudbury. So it's nice to have something local. And normally, again, you'd have lots of taps available for people. And, you know, we look for... I, I want to tackle this, if I could, for a minute. You you did deliver, or, or your colleague delivered a, a, a menu to me. They're one-time use only. But you also have this, right? So you have menus available using a QR code? Yeah, so we implemented a QR code when we this summer when we realized that we were throwing out hundreds of pieces of paper, paper. because of the single-use menus, and we just felt like single-use was a safer way to go. Um, so with a QR code, you just scan your camera over it on your phone, and it pops there up. There it is. And I didn't realize it's a two-sided menu. This is, there's there's a lot. You It says you have onion rings. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. And poutine and... Uh, what is Euro team? Like we added two new Putins, um, or three new Putins actually, last month. I see. There's a tarragon aioli and <laughs> and sauerkraut, and oh, I'll have to try one of those some days. I didn't know you had that. I know about the maple bacon buffalo poutine. That's what's your favorite? Or you you don't look like you eat poutine. No, truthfully, I'm a, I'm vegan, so the vegan oh. portion of the menu is what speaks to me. Um, we have a separate menu actually just for, for vegan or for Do you? Where, where is it? I can go grab one for you if that, you'd like. Well, well, well sure. so would you say, when you say about alternative, you, you really do mean, I mean, this this is attractive to people. Yeah, we cater, I think, I'd like to think that we cater to all types of people and people who enjoy all types of food and entertainment. This so. is a much more extensive menu than I thought it was. I guess I've always just sort of fell into the, the get a burger. The most popular would be the Bistro or the Boot Burger North 4, I would say. And then our like gimmick burger is the, the Super, Super Stack. Stack. Yeah. So Super Stack is uh, Monterey Jack Cheese Roasted Garlic Ale. Here, I'm listening, to it, listing it, but you know what it all is. Herb Roasted Tomato, Applewood Smoked Bacon, Lettuce, Grilled Portobello, Crowned with Crispy Onion Ring, all stacked between two grilled cheese sandwiches. 21 bucks! Wow! Actually, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> Definitely not overpriced, that's for sure. But you got one with goat cheese and yeah. and something called a fat cowboy as well. It's got a fried egg on it. Oh my goodness. Um, fried egg. Wow, that's that that's really become very popular in a lot of again American menus in American cities. Eggs are showing back up. Mojo. Okay, we can make this vegan a beet burger. Ooh, it's got roasted hemp seeds, cashews, brown rice, and lentils. Would you eat that? Personally, I've eaten many, many vegetarian burgers, and I feel like our vegetarian burger or vegan burger is definitely one of the best I've ever had. 
Well, there's also portobello sliders, and oh, yeah. you do have wine, though. Yeah, we you have wine have and, and your standard cocktails. We we like uh, generally we have a cocktail menu, but this year with again yeah, with the pandemic, we've had to keep things a bit simple. But I would say we, you know, we're, we have your classic bar fare. Right, you've got sodas and juice and Jones soda, which is a, a little a more premium experience, and Red Bull. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's an audience for it. There sure is. There sure is. Sweet potato fries, Cajun fries, hand cut fries. Um, what's a Salvador Dilly? Again, it's one of our new poutines. Right. A very unique. Dill pickle seasoning smothered with house gravy. Roasted garlic aioli. That sounds absolutely fantastic. And pull apart focaccia. You know what? Uh, people should be interested in this menu. This is not what you expect. Again, you know what? I'm going to say the townhouse is completely what you don't expect. What you don't expect. <laughs> Like if I asked, you know, um, older members of this community, you know, about the townhouse, they'd probably not. They might have a story or two. They might. Depends on who you ask, I think. That's probably true. You know, the burgers are definitely like always going to be our our focus, I would say. Always? Um, Yeah, definitely. Burgers are always going to be our our number one and our, our focus, but... I find them, but obviously we have other menus items, but the burgers are just so big that people generally go for the burger, and that's why that's what we mostly hear about. Pretty juicy two hands. That's a half pound yes. patty. Well, I think I think there's there's two versions. Is we it? did add a quarter pound recently because just offer like just offer a smaller option. Except for the super stack, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. Because it's all about the. You're the, not going to go small. That would once be you're going big. It's like half a super. Well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, at some point in time. You know, if I was coming to Sudbury, like passing through on the highway, if I was... Do people do that still? Is it, is it again, is there this knowledge that the townhouse exists, that it, it does these unusual things? Yeah, I think that we're, like, we're, we're a spot, we're a destination spot. Um, we get recommendations from the local ho- hotels, um... So people coming through town definitely, right. definitely could always go to the us. townhouse. And because, like, honestly, we've gotten number one burger in Sudbury from like from Sudbury.com and and I believe the Northern Life for the past however many years. Not to toot my own horn, but we are. Oh no, you have to. We are known for having the best, like the best burgers in in the north. So I, I do believe that it has become. Do you have a website? Yep. What's it? What is it? Uh, the Townhouse Tavern.com. Townhouse Tavern. The townhouse is that the really yeah. what we should be saying? Townhouse Tavern. We say the townhouse, the Tiho, the townie. See, actually, I don't think people use the word tavern very much these days. No, <laughs> not, not so much. No, that's just the classic. Oh, like, I mean, our full name is the townhouse tavern. Townhousetavern.com. Yeah, the townhouse tavern. The townhousetavern.com. Yeah. Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, we've got an Instagram that's active. Uh, Twitter, I guess? No Twitter. No Twitter? No, I maintain the Instagram, the... No wonder you're busy. Yeah. Because you have to feed the social media. Yeah, it's a whole a whole other beast, right? Beast. Yeah. It's a whole other beast. Do people call? Do people actually call and order? Is that still something people yeah, do? Yeah, people still our phone people still call. I we recently added online ordering. Um, Hang so on that, just a minute. I can go onto thetownhousetavern.com. Mm-hmm. I can find a button that says order now and yeah. it'll come up and it's a full menu? Yeah. 
It's not truncated. It's not condensed. Well, it's a whole menu, so you can order, and it comes up directly here, and then you can pick up your order. I've been watching your colleague. I don't know his name, but he's just been no, busy so cool. back and forth. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're very thankful for takeout at the moment. Even if we have dine-in, I think that people are still really enjoying the takeout. So The online ordering offers a cushion for people who don't want to talk over the phone. There is a there is generally a shift of people who would rather skip the phone conversation, um, but we still get phone calls for sure. Asking what, what the music is. What, what is the phone number here? Seven zero five six seven four six eight eight three. Do you want to try that just a little slower? Seven zero five six seven four six eight eight three. There we go. And you know, with a mask, I mean, we have been respecting social distance and wearing masks, and, and I, I'm taking it off and on because I'm having a little bit of beer here because the Townhouse Tavern, I, I still think in my brain, it's going to take a major shift to go, oh, even, though I've, even though I've eaten here, that this is a place to come and eat as well. Yeah, but I think for a lot of people that it did require a shift for them. They're used to having cheap beer, you know, cheap drink, beer. come here to drink their 50, like I mean, Traditionally, people come here for cheap beer to drink their 50. That was small. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've had to grow our prices with the with the economy, but right, right now we have many beers on tap for six dollars at the moment. Just um, trying to trying to sell those at the moment, so we have a, a deal on that. But mm. yeah. And let's go back to the music thing. Do artists do you, do you have to work to book them, or do they just go? Veronica Desjardins, I want to be here. So typically we've had a... Like to just reach out by email? Yeah, so typically pre-COVID we've had somebody full-time booking our music. Paul Lowenberg has been doing our music booking oh. for many years. Paul Lowenberg. Yeah, and so beforehand... Isn't that that's funny? I, I do. I, I expect to see him here. Yeah. Because he's, oh, yeah, he's always here. Yeah, so he was booking our live music before that, um, before COVID. Before that it was my dad. Um, and so Paul's been booking it for many years and now... Um, obviously, we don't really have live music, but you know, the email. I can tell you one thing: is that we don't generally have to reach out to people. The emails come in, and um, it's, to and play it's here. slotting them in because yeah. they they want to. We be have here. a reputation, and we've upheld a reputation um, for thirty years. Um, like I said, as being this legendary live music venue. And people stop through on on on, on Yeah, because we're well, going to who's the, who's the coolest person who's walked into here? either as a guest or as, oh. as a guest performer? Oh, I don't know. That's a hard one for <laughs> me. I should, I should ask him. There's been so many now. Like, I'm expecting Randy Bachman to come through the yeah, door. Yeah, there's been a... Because I think he's been here. Def, definitely been here. Definitely been here. I don't know who I would say who the coolest is, but, you know, most of... Like, whenever there's been arena shows, oh, yeah. if, if anybody ever played here on their way up, then they definitely come over for a beer. Right. You know, I can definitely say that. Um, and like the Northern Lights Festival, you know, most of the big acts that play at any festival. Shania Twain. Has been here, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we recorded. A, they recorded a movie about her here, actually. But um, anybody who plays at any festival, anybody who's passing through town, you know, if you're a musician, you know about the townhouse. And generally, on your way up or down, um, it was we were kind of a a spot for you. Yeah. Definitely, place to just hang out for a while. Uh, do things, does it ever happen that they just come and jam? Yeah, in what sense, what do you mean? Well, like, you know, a, you know, some famous person comes through here and they're they're really not 
playing, but they're on their way to Toronto and they've been in Winnipeg and they hear about this place and oh, I'm painting a picture of them and they just yeah. drop in and they say, do you mind if I just get my guitar out of the van or? I don't know how often that happens to be honest. Well, I don't know, in movies yeah. it does. In movies it happens, I'm sure back in the day, I'm sure, I'm sure like, uh, you know, not in recent years it definitely happens. Well, happen, Stomping Tom, you said he wrote what upstairs? Yeah, he, wrote, he wrote music upstairs for but, sure. But it's every Saturday night. He did the yeah. every Saturday night? Yeah. Is it about here? Or is inspired? I mean, it's, about, it's inspired by Sudbury, I believe. I mean, yes. I can't say it's sweet to his. It's, it can't his be the lyrical intention. <laughs> well, you know, it's been. Um, it's probably been. Uh, can we call this an icon? Can we call this a destination? Can we call it? The town is definitely iconic. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Have Has there ever been a book written about this place? Has there ever been, you know, like, because so many people have played here, has anybody written a song about it? There's, there's many songs written about the townhouse. There's definitely many or songs. A poem. Yeah, many songs written about the townhouse, but I would say, that, you know, there's no book, but I've thought about it myself. Yeah, you know, I've thought about, how, like, how many, like, or, or just even, like, a video, like, how many bartenders, like, what the bartenders have seen here over the past 30 years. You know, please, the, the bartenders used to keep a log book. Um, of just funny stories that happened while they were working here, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Mm. Um, and like all that stuff we have documented. Does right? some of the staff, are some of the staff still the same staff? Uh, Richard works here and he's been here since, you know, since I was around 11 years old. So he's been here for for 20 years. Um, and John's been working here for 10 years, 11 years. Um, but Richard's our longest, longest running staff member myself I guess <laughs> since you were two yeah since I was two <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you want to go and grab that vegan menu we can just uh, have a look at it we're just going to take a, a quick station break Veronica's going to go and get the vegan menu because uh, I'm intrigued and I'm sure you are too here she comes back with that vegan menu let's have a look at it obviously beefs are focused here and beef burgers but <laughs> incidentally me and my dad are both Vegan. Your dad too? Oh, yeah, so that's, that's intriguing. My aunt and my cousin, they're they're meat eaters, but me and my dad are vegan. So. Okay, so some of the things that are, are on this actually are, are also on here yeah, too. Yeah, we, we've modified it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you could ask about it and it's, uh, um, I guess, mushroom caps would be a great... I've always loved mushroom caps. Yeah. That's kind of a classic, isn't it, of a, yeah. the bar scene. Classic bar yeah. I think definitely we're known for... Like the beet burger, beet sliders, our corn dogs are made from scratch. Um, the poutine. Mmm. And, and there's, um, you know, for me, I would I would gladly eat anything off that. Definitely. I, I don't think that our beet burger speaks to just vegetarians. I think it speaks to everyone. No, the beet burger yeah. has all the things you. It has good, It has crispy fried onions on it. You know what I mean? That makes everything delicious. Oh, of course. As soon as you add sauce and fried things it's well that word aioli is yeah. the, I mean or chipotle aioli in this yeah. case yeah, a little spice a little creaminess it really works is there do you know often people well they want to change and grow are you looking at changing or growing are you are you just going to get through this period and see what happens next I would say that I don't know that we've ever stopped changing and growing to be honest um I mean, having two places side by side and having two like pretty big places and trying to stay, you know, to be a restaurant to survive this long. Do we have two restaurants that survive this long? It requires constantly changing and adapting to 
um, the times into society and what their interests are and what people enjoy. And, you know, when we realized that there was a pullback on music and people going out for live music performances, we added beef. And, you know, this summer, obviously, we're, we're hoping to extend our patio a bit um, and to make that more of a focal point. Um, and so I think we'll always be changing and growing, adapting our menu. We hope to build a bigger kitchen in the next year, hopefully. Okay. Um, so I think, yeah, like I said, to stay relevant, to stay current, and to, and to stay open as a restaurant, and especially in the pandemic, it requires a lot of adapting. Um, sure does. And that's something we've been doing for many years. Well, we're going to catch up with Veronica Dujardin, I think, at the property next door okay. in maybe a month or so or maybe two months we, we do want to talk about the laughing buddha they really are two distinct properties even though they're under the same ownership you know being relevant and changing with the times i, I applaud everything you've done here and uh the fact that you keep a little bit of nostalgia as well it is it's really important veronica desjardins what a treat to talk to you today today here <laughs> yeah thank you too okay thank you what a pleasure thank you this has been 96.7 on your FM dial. You've been listening to Hugh Cruzel on the program QOL. Again, you can listen on the internet uh, to, uh, well, just Google my name, Hugh Cruzel, and the word podcast, and you will find uh, this and an archive of material from restaurants, from interviews, from from uh, haberdashers, from, from coffee locations all across the world. Bye for now, folks.